now dig on this. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. All right, so today we have a very special spooky movie that we watch. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's just get started. Um, today's movie we watched was The House of a Thousand Corpses, which was Rob Zombie's first directorial debut movie. Yeah. And I got to say, I really, really enjoyed it. I really thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was. I remember when I had first seen it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a if I just hadn't appreciated uh, you know what the movie was trying to bring to us was kind of that you know sideshow era you know carny yeah. uh, you know kind of gritty uh, you know, uh, exploitation 70s movie like the um, the thing that I really uh, appreciate about it and the thing that I think that because uh, this is my first time viewing it uh, at all yeah, and uh, one aspect of it that I really did enjoy was that you kind of had to go into it with a, a little bit of a, a, I guess, a sense of humor about it. You had to go into it yeah. in the right mood because I can understand that if I went into this and just tried to judge it on its uh, marriage straight up without you know thinking that it was going to be fun or anything, yeah. I probably wouldn't like it as much. But there was this almost like perverse type of weird sick sense of humor running throughout it yeah and i really enjoyed that i really dug that kind of uh that kind of uh, humor that was running through it yeah it's almost you're i would say it's almost meant to be a dark comedy rather than a you know a horror movie like i i i want to say that um i i don't know anything about the the filming of this movie but part of me wants to say that uh that the the opening sequence with Captain Spaulding might have been shot, <laughs> um, might have been shot just kind of uh, maybe it wasn't in the the first draft of the script and was added because uh, maybe they wanted to set the tone yeah. for the movie because that really did set the tone for me. Mm-hmm. If they had just started with the kids on the road trip and yeah. uh, you know, and then they find you know it starts with them, then they find the Captain Spaulding's place and mm-hmm. go through all that like I don't think that it would have you know it would have been you would have I guess identified or I guess you would have stuck with these characters more and you would have felt more like them where yeah. it would have been more I think uh, scary and everything like that or just kind of weird or like mm-hmm. you even said like you wouldn't be the audience was part of the sideshow attraction that's why I think they started it with Captain Spaulding just joking around with one of his customers yeah. and them coming in to rob him and him you know killing them and everything because and not just killing him but like almost doing shtick yeah as he's killing him so it, it puts you in a mindset that these are the people that you kind of want to root for yeah and when you go into it that kind of mentality you really do uh, appreciate some of the humor more like I didn't really care when uh, Dwight Sh- uh, yeah, Schrute Dw- got knocked <laughs> off or anything like that, yeah. you know, because I wasn't invested in these characters. I was just interested in what was going on before me. Yeah, it was, you know, the way they introduce, you know, the way they introduce the characters is just each one has its own, you know, very distinct and over-the-top uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as we were discussing, like I think uh, had they did a. 
uh, Batman or a uh, or a Suicide Squad movie, Sherry Moon would have easily been a uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, I agree with that. Like the uh, I forget who was the uh, you know the mother of the house. Oh, uh, Karen Black. Yeah, she was uh, phenomenal as kind of this uh, seductive Southern Belle mom. Uh, and uh, they had, uh, you know, they had the big quiet freak guy, uh, which is tall face for me. Uh, but uh, they also had uh, the grandpa. Who oh, yeah, he was, was great. He was great. He was just this tiny, vulgar leprechaun of a man. <laughs> um, I... There's a few things I, I did want to point out as I was watching it, yeah. um, or that I noticed when I was watching it. And first of all, um, I did really appreciate the... I guess there's no other way to describe it, but the kind of style, the, the way that they had, they chose to have certain scenes lit. Yeah. Know, it was very... Uh, especially when they're going through with uh, Captain Spaulding's death tour and everything and sometimes he would be bathed in this blue light you know sometimes yeah. it would be green or red and yeah it really uh, really kind of set the tone sometimes there'd be three of them right next to each other back to back to back yeah well it, it, the the film also you know in certain scenes and certain clips and cuts uh you know paid homage to those uh those vhs horror movies that mm -hmm. were shot on a camcorder at a you know on a shoestring budget and like uh, given out at conventions and, yeah. and and stuff like that that are real that are really more underground, and you know I, I think uh, you could really tell that Rob Zombie was kind of a fan of the you know the underground kind of you know exploitation horror uh, you know film genre that was popular in the late seventies and early eighties. Well, put a pin in that for just one second because I okay. do want to come back to that uh, okay. special that, that certain topic, but I also kind of feel. The way that it was being uh, filmed, it almost was reminiscent of being in a fun house, kind of like a dark yeah, fun yeah. house. There was mirror shots sometimes, mm -hmm. and there was bright colors, and there was, you know, just crazy sounds and things popping out of the woodwork. And it's like, yeah, it really felt like you were walking through this demented, yep. dark fun house, and I really liked that. But to go back to what you were saying before, I do, uh, I do agree. I, I definitely feel that Rob Zombie was a was a fan of the genre. I can't confirm that. Yeah. But I do feel he was a fan of uh, of the genre, especially the especially the horror genre. And mm -hmm. there's actually two movies that I really feel it's the most reminiscent of. First of all, the fact that they said it in the '70s kind yeah. of really <laughs> drives it home, especially with the casting of Karen Black because she was in a lot of horror movies in the '70s, especially mm -hmm. the one that comes to my mind immediately. Or two was a. Uh, Burnt Offerings, which is a weird movie. Never and, seen it. Uh, and Trilogy of Terror. Okay. And she was in all three of the stories of Trilogy of Terror. And I remember that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. Well, one of the segments did. Um, but the two movies that the, it really reminded me of the most, yeah. uh, which were both shot and filmed in the 70s, was... The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, Especially the the what was it? Otis the stringy. You yeah. Know. Yep. Yeah, and you got the you got the this weird family, and they're invited. They have a hitchhiker, you yep. know, and even in the uh, and I think even in parts of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they might have had a um, that weird kind of uh, almost videotape quality. Yeah. Um, so I you know I was really really 
yeah, I kind of picked up on that when I was watching. I was like, this is very reminiscent of that, which was a big horror movie in the 70s. And the other one, which I can't really say is exactly a horror, but it did kind of remind me of a little bit, was yeah. uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> you got, All right. You got um, people driving around. Of course, in Rocky Horror, there's only two of them. They're yeah. in the rain. They get a flat tire, which may or may not have been an accident. They find this house looking for a phone. They get subjected to a stage show. I was like, yeah. I, 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 I can't deny the parallels. So I'm like, you know, I, I kind of feel that um, that he might uh, that he might have been. I can't say that he did it intentionally, but that's just sort of reminded me of. Even the one guy, even Dwight, kind of looked like Brad a little bit. <laughs> uh, it, there was a lot of homages to a lot of the the horror genres. We saw actually uh, in the you know his. We saw Dracula. Oh the, yeah, uh, you know the Herman Munster episode with a. Uh, or the Monsters episode where they, uh, were drag, you know, doing the drag race and the name of the drag car was, uh, Dragula. Yeah, the Rob Zombie song. So, uh, we saw the titular Dragula there. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, a lot of, uh, I'm sure there is a ton of horror movies that, you know, we haven't even seen that were, uh, paid homage to. Because I, I know that we watch a lot of horror movies, um, but we're not very good with watching older horror movies. Yeah. Like, we don't watch, we haven't watched a lot of the 70s or 80s ones, except for the ones that were really, really bad, you know. Um, it, or, either really bad or really popular. Like, uh, like Muckman. I think we watched <laughs> that and that was just awful. So, I kind of want to, I kind of want to go through and maybe, uh, maybe find some kind of not list, but you know, maybe someone went through and kind of pointed out all the different yeah. homages that he did to the different. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Just seeing what uh, you know, what it pays homage. And then, to. and then maybe look and see. Okay, uh, like oh, I've never seen this movie, and then go yeah. back and try to watch it. And be like oh, that you know, that was really stupid, but I understand the passion behind it. And one thing that uh, that they uh, did in the uh, movie that I was telling the telling you that I wish they still did was kind of like the horror movie marathons where in between uh, commercial breaks mm -hmm. there was this uh, host uh, that that would uh, just you know do some you know che you know tongue in cheek spooky banter mm -hmm. uh, in between and you know something they really don't do anymore especially with uh, how many movies they there are out there just to do that like I, I, I remember I was telling you when uh, we were talking about this was the only one that I can think of that um, that might be still going now of course I can't I can't say for sure was uh, uh, some, yeah someone called Sven Gulli. Um and I think there was also another one a uh, uh, it was like oh man now I'm drawing a blank on a name but it was like uh, it was like you know, like a cousin Bill's kind of uh Horror yeah, thing. I, and, and he was kind of that. You know, he kind of gave off that, you know, sideshow attraction vibe as well, if I recall. Um, he was the only one who was kind of normal looking, if I remember. <laughs> was he kind of looked like Norm Macdonald, if I yeah, recall? Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, so we're talking about the same guy here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, same thing with that. Like you know, you can tell that the the reason that um that I think that those types of personalities are interesting, and I do wish there was more of them, was because there really was. A love of the horror genre, which yeah. is same thing that I kind of feel that um, Rob Zombie was trying to bring across here. Like he really did appreciate the genre that he was working in, and I I, I think really that is kind of the kind of the big issue with uh, modern horror is that there 
Sometimes you don't actually have to try and be scary. Sometimes just being a cheesy, shitty uh, horror movie, it, you know, just so long as it's done with love and fat, you know, and pacing, is enough to be a noteworthy horror movie. And that, that's kind of weird that you don't get that because I think you hit the nail on the head when you were saying that. Uh that these, those movies back then were made with love and passion, and a yeah. lot of the stuff that we see on Netflix uh, that we're watching, it really isn't made with that kind of same passion or love. No. It's just kind of, all right, we need to we need to churn out some, you know, some profits, let's make something on the cheap and just get, you know, get through it. I, I don't know if it's, it's either done, not done with passion, or it's done, you know, filmed with an ego. <laughs> or it's, uh... Or, yeah, oh gosh, I can just imagine. Uh, although I can't say anything. If I ever directed a horror movie, I wonder what yeah. kind of ego I would have. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think you would be more... What are you talking about? You're like the king of passion. <laughs> Everything you do, you do with like a, a, a throat-bellowing passion behind it. <laughs> that... Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> I forget what, uh, I think I was doing something earlier, I was just singing a stupid song about, I don't remember what the song was about, uh, it was like livers or something, I don't uh, know. <laughs> but I was just, well that's the thing, the, the problem is sometimes, and by sometimes I mean 90% of the time, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just kind of stuck in my own head, I'm just bored with myself. <laughs> Or I'll be playing a video game, and I'm like, well, this isn't enough stimulation, so I'll just start singing randomly, and it'll just be a random, you know, belting song of just inanity. Like, how many rivers have I <laughs> swam across? <laughs> and I, the, th the funny thing is, I won't even realize that I'm doing it until I'm really deep into it, because there, it goes to a certain level uh, for me. I'll start off with, you know, <laughs> just talking with inanity and then yeah. I'll start moving into gibberish like how many rivers can I swim across how many pa pa boo boo ba bla boo ba bla fru bla does a pruder film <laughs> blah 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 boo and, and then about that point is <laughs> when I will realize that huh I'm just shouting just nonsense or I'll give you a look you just you'll you'll take off your glasses and just glare at me <laughs> like oh man I'm sorry was I doing it again yes you were doing it again oh, I'm sorry now apologize to the other people in the library <laughs> though it uh it, it kind of brings it kind of you know a little bit off topic but it kind of brings up something like the the whole how many X can I you know surmount or like they never really give a number, do they? Like, well, I guess how it, can many rivers can I cross? Maybe at least twelve. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question, I guess. But uh, uh, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a literal person. I know. <laughs> I, I want to know how many rivers. <laughs> how many? Uh, I want to be over exaggerative. How many rivers can I cross? Forty-eight million and eight. <laughs> It's got. It's also got to be in the tune it, of it, piano, piano man. man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all in the mood for a river cross. Twelve million forty and eight. <laughs> all right. Well, I got it. There's at least twelve rivers around here that I could cross. And can, uh, can I cross the same river more than once and consider it? Uh, uh huh. Well, you have to at least go further down or up river for it to uh, count. So if I go down in, in my first going, if yeah. I if I cross all the way, yeah, 
And then, so I have to, how far down do I have to go, like, 12 feet? Is that fine? Can I just keep on going back and forth? Uh, no. Like, maybe like, two feet away? It has to be a, a different name. It has to be it, a different name of the yeah. river? Like, you can go up or down river, but, you know, what, you know, only until that river changes name. So, I crossed the Mississippi once. I'm pretty much never gonna be able to cross the Mississippi again. Yeah. Well, I guess not, no. Well, uh, that's some bullshit. You know, uh, I'll make a concession. Change counties. Yeah, you have to change counties. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh, that's still, it's gonna take me a long time. Look, you got a lot of rivers. Like, I, I, why'd, why'd you say 12 million? I was boasting. Well, now you gotta cross 12 million rivers. I don't uh, know who you're doing this for. Alright, how about, how about... If I do at least four million, like, can I get a third of the way there and still retain my self-respect? Like, I don't even know if there's a million rivers on this planet. There has to be. There has to be at least a million rivers. I don't know. Not every place has water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's maybe six rivers in all of America. Well, what if I go across the ocean? That's like a, a couple million rivers there. Mm, mm, no, it's zero rivers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well I, I'll count it an ocean. How many oceans do you think you can cross? Six million eight hundred and forty-two. There isn't 000. that many oceans. There's not even there's there's not even ten oceans. Which is weird if you think about it. Oceans are big, man. Yeah. There's you know there's there's lots of uh, there's lots of counties, but there's there's only so many continents. I, I remember hearing a fact that the, the Pacific Ocean is so big. Uh, that there are points on the Earth where you could dig, you know, uh, be on, you know, in the Pacific Ocean, dig straight down through the Earth, and, uh, come out still in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, I believe that. Um, what's your favorite o ocean? Uh, <laughs> I, probably the Pacific, because it is the biggest ocean. What? You're such a size queen. <laughs> <laughs> Atlantic for me. All Atlantic Ocean. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess if you like syringes. Well, I mean, clearly I do. There's nothing wrong with that. It can't be. It can't be syringes all the way up and down the Atlantic. It's syringes all the way down. <laughs> it's like may maybe maybe in like you know the Northeast. Okay, well, I can get behind yeah. that. You know where we are. I remember when that big syringe thing uh, first kind of took hold and people were worried about it. Yeah. At least the way I remember yeah, it. It was oh, mid to late 90s. Um, uh, actually, uh, I think I heard about it in the mid 90s, though. Billy Joel sang about it and we didn't start the fire. Oh, uh, really? He sang Hypodermics on the Shore. Huh. I don't know if that's exactly the same thing, because um, I think those were more medical, and I think the syringes we're talking about was from... Uh, the increase of people in the area doing heroin. Uh, I, I kind of, I'm more of a s assumed, uh, medical. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I remember, because uh, I remember it was always, in the, my, the fears were always, uh, for some reason, the fears were always, me um, like, drug-related. Yeah. Uh, when Because I, I remember going to Wildwood uh, Crest, and I was... I don't know, about 10 or 11 years old, and that's when my parents were really getting worried about it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, just be careful you don't step on it because, you know, there's heroin in those needles and you can get sick and... Uh, oh, yeah, there was... I remember that, like, you had to wear shoes on the beach. Yeah. And, uh, like, I didn't. Were, we didn't have... We, didn't, <laughs> we couldn't afford them. Uh, so, 
I remember stepping into water one time and stepping on a shell, but it was like a sharp shell. And I thought that I'd stepped on a... <laughs> uh, I wasn't afraid of crabs or anything like that, but I was like, Oh no, did I step on a needle? Uh, I don't know if I told this story before in the podcast or or to you and even, but I remember I was at the uh, I was at the shore once, <clears throat> and uh, I, I I was looking at the water. I, I, I was about <laughs> knee deep uh, in the water, and uh, I was just looking at it, seeing if there was any shells or anything. Like mainly because I could, yeah, you know, I was knee deep and still couldn't see my feet because yeah. it was so thick and green and disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I remember I've been to the ocean. And uh, I remember my glasses slipped off okay, and well. fell into the ocean and even before I could, you know, like w once it was, it's like the 10 millimeter socket, like once it hits the floor, it's gone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, before I could even retrieve them, they were gone. And I remember there was some old guy uh, like with his uh, metal detector walking by at the moment, he's like, eh, "It'll be back on shore by next year." I'm like, "Yeah, that doesn't help me now, <laughs> oh, asshole." Like, I'm not gonna go without glasses for a year and then come back here and hope to find them. Yeah. So you yeah, get new hope glasses. Find them. Well, what's that? Did you get new glasses? Yeah, I had to get new glasses. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, and, and like, it was. It wasn't that much later that we were at a, uh, uh what was it, Sesame Place. And, uh, we were in that water ride. Oh, us? Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, Dorney Park. Was it Dorney Park? Yeah, it was Dorney Park. Oh, I, I don't know, for some reason I thought it was Sesame Place. Yeah, Sesame Place doesn't have cool rides like no, that. No, it doesn't. No, I think about it. It doesn't have any rides. Yeah, we almost both lost our glasses. I laughed at you, like, ah, you lost your glasses. Because, yeah, I, it was like this big inner tube where you can sit. And, uh, I remember, I didn't see the floor, so... Uh, the water came and it knocked my glasses off and I'm like, oh, there goes another set of glasses. My parents are going to be pissed. And, 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 and I laughed at you. Yep. And then you you <laughs> lost your glasses. I was like, oh, my glasses. You're like, you're like, oh, my glasses. Like, aha, idiot. And then I got drenched. I was like, oh, no, my glasses. <laughs> but we found both of pairs, yeah. so that was fine. Hey, but it doesn't give you any warning. They would say, like, hey, maybe it, you should uh, take your glasses it, off. It did. It said you will get wet. I uh, remember yeah. that. And we well, made fun of it. Yeah, it was like, like it splashed a little bit. Like, we, it would bump up against the, uh, the wall and we would get a little splash. And then, uh... Oh, we got wet. Yeah, we were like, oh, no. And, and then, then we round a corner and just hear... Yeah, and there's this big waterfall coming down. And then it was every... every Because there was, like, my sister and her boyfriend and their friends, they were all in the tube, so... And then it was every man for themselves. Like we, we were turning, we were trying, we were reaching for the rocks, trying to turn uh, this boat so that uh, the other people would get wet. And not us. <laughs> but, it, you know, we all got drenched. That was terrible. Um, I remember when I was in the ocean one time. I, I don't think I ever lost my glasses in the ocean, but... But, hold, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I mean, not to get back, you know, not to interrupt you, but... Why did we go on that ride? We didn't want to go on a water ride. Uh, I guess because we didn't think it was going to be as watery as it was. <laughs> it literally said you're going to get wet. Yeah, but that was already when we were on the ride. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but go on. I was in... I remember uh, when I was younger, I was in the ocean. Uh, again, this was like the same year uh, that I was, I guess, worried about the hyperdermics or whatever. Maybe I was a little bit younger. I think I was like maybe nine or ten. Yeah. Because um, we used to go to Wildwood every year. Um, just like stay for like a day or two and then go home. And actually, this was the year that um, my my family was there. My, my uh, aunts and my uncle and uh, my grandma was there. It was like, you know, they never really showed up. But this time it was like a big thing. So okay. I think that's actually how we got to go. Uh, we got to we got to spend other people's dimes, so we were able to. <laughs> so um, so when I was there, I was 
you know, going, having fun, and I was like, oh man, I gotta pee now. And so I start to, you know, walk up to the, you know, the, the things, and yeah. my mom's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I gotta go pee. She's like, go pee in the ocean. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, go pee in the ocean. My answer's like, yeah, I pee in the ocean all the time. I'm like, ew. Alright. So, I walk to the ocean, I look around, I pull down my bathing suit, <laughs> I whip my dick out, and I just start pissing in the ocean. I'm like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. I think I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> and I go back, and I'm like, ah. I don't think I did that right. And they're like, just, just pee in your pants. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And I, I wasn't able to do that. Uh, that's why, that's why the, that's why the ocean is so acidic. You have a lot of weird public urination stories. I do. Uh, should I tell the towel story? Uh, that's up to you. I think I should. Okay. So, um... When I was now, this time I was very much younger. <laughs> I was maybe about at least twenty-four. Yeah, I was like six or seven years old, uh -huh. and I was down at my friend's house, uh, down at the corner of the crack house. And yeah. that's the thing; it may or may not have been a crack house. I don't. I think a few of the people did crack there, but when we first started going, it just seemed like a house with you know, nice house with you know, a lot of families, like three different families living in there. Oh, jeez! And um, during the summertime. They just didn't have doors on their, well, on their doors. But <laughs> it their, was just open. Well, it was open, but they would let they would hang towels down from it, um, especially that, the front door. That's terrifying. Like, uh, I may, maybe things were. I don't think things were that much safer back then. But holy shit! Like I don't know, because there's no way that they they locked up at night. Yeah, you know, they can't lock the towel. But uh, um, <laughs> maybe maybe someone was uh, you know always awake at all hours. So, yeah, I mean uh, there was let's see there was uh, like I said three families. Let's see there was uh, there was a father and mother. Yeah, and their two kids. That's four. Another father and mother. That's six. And there are four kids. Oh, holy! <laughs> that's shit. ten. And then a uh, um, another another married couple who didn't have kids yet. Now it's twelve plus. You know, whoever else was there, because sometimes there'd be cousins there and things Jesus. like that. In a, in a four four bedroom house. Oh well, they had an addition put on. Oh okay. And an upstairs and everything. Um, but yeah, it was you know very very basic. There was I think the um, oh wait no there was an extra person there was uh, like an uncle who I think was a little uh, slow. <laughs> um, he was in the he was very mean to me and he was in the upper room because there was two rooms upstairs. There was the mean man's room. And there was the kids' room, and there was like four kids living there. And then down, oh, there's a grandma too. Uh, so that's fourteen, and she was mean also. They're all mean now. I think about it. Um, but I was so out. You're living with a house with fourteen people in it. Yeah, you'd be angry too. Yeah, I get. You know, that's that's one hundred percent true. Um, so I went over there one time. We were playing in the hose, and I uh, uh, they had a sprinkler. I think they had a sprinkler, or either that, or there, there was just holes in the hose that just the water came out. <laughs> but it was fun. I was having a good time. I'm running like, eh, and like, because I never usually went over there too often, and I wasn't really like my sister was bigger friends with the girls there than I was friends yeah. with the boys there. But I was still kind of friends with them. You know, we'd still hang out every now and again. Yeah. So. I was running around, having fun in my bathing suit, no, no shirt and everything like that, and, uh... I don't know why I felt the need to yeah. <laughs> discuss that. I just want you guys to know how shirtless I was. Um... But, and then all of a sudden, Call of Nature comes. And so I go up to the mom, uh, the one mom, and I'm like, Um, um, 
I have to use the bathroom. She's like, all right, wait here, I'll bring you a towel. So I'm like, huh, I don't really come over here too often, but this family is kind of weird. They have towels <laughs> hanging from the doors. They have like just a very weird vibe when I'm over here. So I don't want to upset them at all. That's what I don't want to do. I just yeah. don't want to upset them in the least. So I got to play this as it is. So she comes out, she brings the towel for me, and I lay it down, I smooth it out, and I just start pissing on the towel. <laughs> and I was like, my stream... And the funny thing is, before she starts yelling at me, because she starts yelling at me immediately, yeah. before she starts yelling at me, I realize, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> I feel I've made a mistake. So I'm like, uh, she starts yelling at me, she's like, stop, stop! And I'm like, what? She's like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, I told you I had to go to the bathroom. You said you'd bring me a towel. She's like, yeah, to dry off. Like, oh. oh. Well, could you bring me another one? This one's full of piss. <laughs> so I, I dry myself off, and I'm embarrassed now. Like, yeah. And I go in the bathroom, I pee, and I'm like, should I just go home? I feel like I can't come back from yeah, this one. That, that's hard to come back from. I don't. I go back out there and continue playing like nothing <laughs> happened. But I don't pee in there again. And oh man, that's my that's yeah. my second of like three public urination stories. Like that, you ha you know they are still telling that story. Oh, one hundred percent. They're still talking about. It. They're always like, like oh, I guess who I saw? I saw Mark the other day. I saw him doing blah blah blah. Uh, like oh, because I worked at the Wawa. Sometimes they would be customers. Oh okay. Like, oh, how is he? Is he pissing on the towels in the middle of the Wawa? <laughs> like I don't know. There was no towels. Probably because he pissed on all of them. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, like I can imagine, I'm still like they. There's no way they're not telling that yeah, story. That, that's not something you forget. Like, I tell, like I still tell stories of when they came over and like the weird things that happened with them. Like, um, there was uh, one kid who was a friend of mine. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, like my dad just intentionally called him by the wrong name. <laughs> All, like, on purpose, like, yeah. the kid introduced himself a thousand times, the name was Jeff, and he introduced himself, like, a thousand times, and, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, I'm Jeff, and my dad's like, oh, hey, how's it going, Sean? <laughs> it was always Sean, he always called the kid Sean, and I found out later it was because he didn't like him. Oh. <laughs> and he just wanted to make the kid's life miserable. And then I had another friend, his name was Zach, and, uh, he used to come over, my mom hated him because he would always be... Like paranoid and like uh, like scratching his legs because we had fleas and he didn't want the fleas to jump on him and my <laughs> how, mom didn't how, like him for that. How dare he? How <laughs> dare he not get infested with vermin? How dare he not want to have a flea bite him? Yeah, I know. Because whenever I went to school uh, back then, like I oh like my lower half, like my shins down were always just like there was just red dots everywhere. Yeah. Like I always had flea bites on me. <laughs> And, uh, like, I guess I got lucky I never caught the, you know, the black plague. Yeah, holy shit. But, um, you know, we... Actually, we might have... I might have, I don't know. I got over it, you know. <laughs> I was sick a lot, so... Uh, like, uh, we We had fleas, I, I think, once when we got dog... When, it, when we got a dog. Mm hmm Uh, but I think my dad just, like, bombed the house one day when we were all out in, uh... Yeah, that t that killed all the fleas. I can tell you everything that we did to get rid of these damn well, I, fleas. I know one thing. I had them from a. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm talking about professional means. Okay. Not me walking around in my socks in the heavy flea areas and then jump dropping them in the tub. My dad came home and there was just nothing but wet socks and dead fleas in the tub. 
And he was like, I just want to take a shower. <laughs> so, um, we, uh, cause I had fleas, we had fleas since I guess I was like maybe six years old. Yeah. Till I was about 12 or 13. Jesus. So we had fleas for a consistently very, you know, a consistently long time. At least half your childhood. Yeah. And so we had, we bombed the house at least uh, three or four times. Holy shit, and that didn't do it? Didn't do it. Not, didn't do a, didn't do a damn thing. Um, we, let's see, we, uh, it, well, I can't say it didn't do a damn thing because it lowered them for a little bit, but they didn't, it didn't really do away with them. Hmm. So, like, it would be a low flea, you know, area for a couple of weeks, but then they would just kind of, you know, just re- we get back to what they used to be, yeah. and then our legs would be, you know, itchy. Um, I never liked laying on the floor to read, <laughs> because there would always be fleas jumping <laughs> on my books and in my hair and everything. It was awful. Um, so we bombed the house a few times, uh, then we tried the, uh, they had these, like, little glue traps that you plugged into the wall. Yeah. And what it did was, like, it lit up then, you know, lit up the, the traps so that the fleas would jump into them. And it did a little bit, but it didn't do enough, you know... Enough of a a job to like warrant anything. Maybe there was yeah. like a, a half. There was like maybe a dozen and a half fleas, you know, <laughs> in these glue traps. And for some reason, I remember just staring at them and being like, "Mom, if I if I lick the glue trap, will I die?" <laughs> She's like, "Well, just don't do that." I, I I know. I'm just saying, if I do that, will I die? She's like, "Well, you you'd probably get sick." Will I die? I don't know. Don't do it. <laughs> don't lick the glue trap. But, but I kind of want to lick the glue trap. Listen, I just want I, I didn't want to lick the glue trap, but I did want to know what my options were. <laughs> like, if this flea shit doesn't go away, do I have a way out? <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I always had these weird... Like, I'd sometimes just get so wrapped up in my own head sometimes... Yeah. ...that I would think really dumb things, like, uh... I remember we had this, because uh, we had a fireplace in the house, uh -huh. and and it, we also had this little, uh, you know, I guess the fireplace toolkit, which was like the fireplace yeah, poker, the poker the and this little broom, and, yeah, yeah, a little shovel, and we had them in this little like copper stand or whatever, mm -hmm. and the bottom of it, it had like this, you know, it was like a like a metal bottom to it, and like a little little tiny railings around yeah. it, you know, it was cool. Um, so somehow or another. I guess in the middle of my wild eating or whatever, a the, the top half of a Dorito, just the tiniest little triangle of Dorito, landed in there. I just never cleaned it up, and it was in there for I'm gonna say maybe a good solid year or so, <laughs> and it just kept on getting caked in dust, you know, and like dirt and debris and everything that was on there. And I'd always be playing around there because we had these little. Um, these little mats in front of the fireplace that had cool patterns, so I'd always put my toys on there. I'm like, oh, this is Death Mountain, blah, 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 you know. Okay. And, uh, and I'd be, you know, playing with the toys there, and I'd, you know, just stop and look over, and I'd see the Dorito there, <laughs> and I'd just be so tempted, like, I want to eat that. But on the other hand, I'm like, I don't want to eat it. I'm like, Mark, no, you don't want to eat that whatsoever. It's disgusting. It's covered in dust. I'm like, yeah. But what? <laughs> so, like, I don't know what happened to it. I know I didn't eat it. I think I ended up just throwing it away because I like the temptation just <laughs> got worse and worse every time. Um, but yeah, I didn't eat it. I just want to point out I was clear the air. I didn't eat that Dorito. 
But it was tempting. Oh my gosh. I'd wake up in the middle of the night like, oh, I gotta try that Dorito. I'd be wiping at the, uh, the sweat come down my brow. Oh, the Dorito. It haunts my dreams. <laughs> uh, I didn't really have any temptation to eat lost food. Uh, but my sister would always trick, excuse me, always trick me into it. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know how she would, like, come across, like, a, a, uh, a lollipop she found from under the refrigerator. She's like, oh, here, Brit. And I'm like, oh, a gift for my sister. That's rare. And, uh, <laughs> and I'd eat it. And then she'd start laughing and saying, oh, I found that under the fridge. Like, <sighs> thank you. Thank you. See, my sister could have done the best of both worlds because I wouldn't trust a gift from my sister at either. But if she came up like, Mark, look at this top of a Dorito I found, <laughs> I would know that what it was. And I'd be like, oh, well, I thank you. Temptation satiated. I can I can eat it now without any worries. I don't know why. <laughs> if I knew what it was. <laughs> well, if she thinks it's okay to eat, then, then it's yeah. obviously okay to eat. I, I first I wanna I wanna dip it in the glue trap <laughs> and see what mm. you know. Um I have a somewhat disgusting story about oh, my, no. about Doritos. Um I just wanna point out that I used to love uh, more than anything the nacho cheese flavored Doritos. That's a good one. They were like, they were the best. I think my mom every week would buy one thing of Doritos for the whole family yeah. and like I would just kind of go to town on them. Uh, I remember one time I was at a, uh, where I was at school and they had like a school function and they had a bowl with the nacho cheese Doritos <laughs> and I just sat there and ate like almost the entire bowl and they kept on I know the teachers were trying to passive aggressively trying to get me not to eat all their food yeah. that was for everybody, that was for all the kids, because they were saying things like, you keep eating that Dorito, you're going to turn into a Dorito, and why don't you go over there and play and stop <laughs> eating the Doritos? So, I love those Doritos, and then one night, I had a dream that I was eating, going to town on the Doritos, and I look, and there's just nothing but maggots in it. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm spitting it out, and I'm spitting out maggots, and I'm like, oh, and I woke up, and I was like, ugh, ugh. I don't think I ever want to eat a nacho cheese Dorito again. So, I I didn't eat a nacho cheese Dorito for a while. We were like, our nacho cheese Dorito stocks, you know, skyrocketed because I wasn't eating them anymore. <laughs> we had the little bags, you know, the little mini bags. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, we just had a bunch of them, and I just wasn't eating them, and no one else was eating them. Finally, after, like, three weeks of this, I'm like, I'm being an idiot. This is stupid. Yeah. There's no fucking reason for me to be doing this because this was my favorite flavor of Dorito. So I'm like, I'm just gonna eat a bag of Doritos right now and just prove it's alright. I open it up, I'm like, smell, I'm like, oh, oh, that nacho Dorito-y. <laughs> or not, yeah, that nacho cheesy Dorito smell, I love it. I put it in my mouth and it must have gotten water damage or something because it was just soft. It was just that, like, there was no crunch uh, to it. It was 100% mush. Ugh. And I spit it out and I, I don't think I've eaten a nacho cheese Dorito since. Look, everyone has those that those one that one food uh, that they can't eat, even yeah. though it tastes good. Uh, it's just so it just churns your stomach. Like that's uh, me with cheesecake. Mm -hmm. uh, like I acknowledge that cheesecake is absolutely delicious, yeah, I love but uh, there was a, I think at some point in my childhood I had cheesecake and I then got sick. And I guess the brain does this weird correlation thing yeah. where it's like. Ah, obviously, that was the thing that got you sick. <laughs> and, yeah, now just the thought of eating cheesecake just makes my stomach churn. I remember I was, uh, I had something similar to that. I had 
the those maple um, uh, sausages. Oh yeah, they, oh they're di- delicious. <laughs> well, my dad was like, "Oh, these are delicious. You're gonna like them." I'm like, "I want to eat them." And he's like, "You're gonna eat them." <laughs> <laughs> Good. You're eating them whether I like it or not. Uh, and that's yeah, you know, that's hard. That's a hard way to start off to begin with because yeah. you already are <laughs> adverse to eating them. Well, when I want to eat them, they take, sausage shouldn't be sweet. He's like, sweet. Have you ever heard of sweet sausage? No. Eat the fucking sausage, kid. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. You eat it, it's not gonna make you sick. So I'm like, all right. Finally, after. You know, after uh, after being threatened, yeah. I, I ate the uh, I ate the sausage. I didn't like it. I didn't like the taste of it whatsoever. No. and I got sick. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was the sausage that made it, but I was like sick to my stomach for like three or four days. Ugh. Like I I was feverish. Like I had fever dreams. <laughs> I was laying in bed, <laughs> speaking in tongues, and like you know having just weird like just awful fever things like things invading my invading my room and like all that stuff like uh, just awful awful dreams and I'd just wake up and I'd puke or and uh. I couldn't eat or drink or anything and my dad's sitting over his arms crossed like going awful far to <laughs> to make a point about yeah. these maple sausages You're fine and you don't like the sausage get over it already <laughs> that doesn't mean we're not going to keep on eating the sausage <laughs> you're eating that sausage again uh, you know, fever weird. Uh, fever weird. Fever weird. That's me. Uh, fever dreams are, are kind of the kind of the strangers. I remember when uh, oh, was it? I, I had caught that neurovirus, mm-hmm. and I was like, I could not keep fluids down. It was one of the most sick I've ever been, and I remember uh, just uh, laying in bed, and I was so dehydrated, I was hallucinating, mm-hmm. and. I was hallucinating that I was a king, I, and uh, I was, uh, uh, kind of, yeah, oh, no, I was betrayed and, and kind of, uh, you know, kicked out of my kingdom by a witch, and so I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, kind of, uh, gathered my troops and we would fight the witch's army, and how, you know, the position I was laying in bed determined how the troops would fight the witch's army. <laughs> and, uh, and my, I remember the water bottle talking to me. I, I think you may have had two things. I think you had neurovirus and other things. Yeah, no, no, this was pure neurovirus. The, neurovi- you know, the, the, uh, the water bottle was telling me to drink it. And <laughs> then I would drink it. consolation. I would drink the water bottle and then I would vomit. And so I would. I, I, I would <laughs> it was the witch's water bottle. I, and then I would fire that water bottle, and the new water bottle would be like, well, "I wouldn't drink me." <laughs> and then I'd drink it anyway because I was thirsty. And then I'd vomit, and then I'd fire him too. <laughs> You'd send him to the racks. Yeah. <laughs> and then one water bottle told me to uh, take as uh, no Advil, and I was able to drink again, and I finally fell asleep. And you still have that water bottle to this day. Yes, I have it, I have it enshrined. <laughs> I pray to it nightly. I, <laughs> I was wondering what that noise was, always the, with the water yep, bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, there's the water's like gotten moldy and mildewy in the sides because it's been, because you haven't finished drinking it. Yeah, well, you don't drink your god. <laughs> and I walk in, I'm like, I wonder what it tastes like. <laughs> Brendan, if I drink that, will I die? I, I wouldn't drink that, Mark. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> what are my options with drinking this water bottle? Uh, I wouldn't because then it creates some kind of holy war situation. But I wouldn't die from the water, <laughs> right? <laughs> not the water, no. Mm. I'm not gonna do it, but if you twist yeah. my arm, I might. <laughs> so, uh, I remember, I, don't, I haven't had a lot of fever dreams except for, uh, that one Christmas where I was, uh... Wait, well, you caught the neuro- well, we both yeah. caught the neurovirus. Yeah, that was- I, I, I had some fever dreams there, I can't remember, they definitely weren't as- as, uh... Logical, I guess, is yours. Uh, the only real thing I remember is probably when I was sick from the fucking maple uh, sausages or some other thing that just threatened my body, like the Black Plague. Yeah. Um, I was lying in bed. I, again, I was a kid, uh, and I had this weird fever dream about uh, about just my toys just driving themselves in like Play-Doh, and I got angry at them, just smushed, <laughs> just smushed them, and it made me sad that I was smushing them, and then, like, a ball ate me, and then I woke up, <laughs> and that was it. That was my fever dream. I, I had another fever dream. I, like, I had the flu one time, and, uh, I, I turned it in early one night, and I had a fever dream one, uh, that I, I was being chased by a spy, and he he was trying to capture me and get my information. I don't know what information I held, but he, he was trying to get it. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't really have anywhere else to go. So I, I just start, you know, I found all these pipes. So I start building these pipes up and I'm climbing this pipe scaffolding. And he's, you know, he sees these pipes too. And he's angrily building these pipes and chasing after me. <laughs> You have stupid fever dreams. I do. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's a fever dream. I I know, but my fever dreams are cool. Where I'm a rock where, star. Where I have toys and I yeah. smush them and I cry. Yeah, that's a good fever dream. Um, I've you just reminded me a little bit of uh, this is going to be a little bit embarrassing on my end, uh -oh. but uh, I feel that I feel that you you will be able to. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh, so. I remember one time I had my I had a friend named Don over. Um, okay. This was high school. This was I think tenth grade when I first moved to Croydon, and yeah. I uh, didn't didn't know a lot of people around there. Mm -hmm. So like we uh, he was a year older than me, and I, we met in blocks class. And okay. He was All in, right. Yeah, and so he'd come over every now and again, and uh, you know my mom would order pizza and we would play games and it was a lot of fun. So at one time he came over it was like a Saturday, and. We decide to break out the old camera, and we say, "Let's do whose lines it anyway." All and right. we'll make up the, we'll be the, the the actors and everything, and we'll do the the whose line stuff. And I got, I still have the tape. It's sitting right up there. Oh, burn it. Uh, yeah. Actually, I shouldn't even mention it because yeah. that tape is going away. Um, but I gotta say, I watched it. Uh, I watched it recently. Yeah. And it was far and away. One of the most cringy things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It was just like, I can't even tell you any of the jokes because they were stupid. But reminding me of it was we did a, a sound effects thing. Alright. And uh, we had, I think, my sister do the sound effects or something. And oh. it was it was alright. It was like the highlight of it all. But yeah. um, it was still just, just, just wretched. Uh, it was worse than... The time that we did whose lines it anyway. In I Fox don't class. remember that. I certainly do. Friend. I don't recall that at all. I'm gonna explain it in in vivid detail. Yeah. 
Um, no, that was it, actually. Oh. <laughs> we, like, th this is just, uh, because we used to make, um, we used to make, uh, videos all the time in Block's- Block was oh, yeah. an audio-visual, uh, guy. And he had a big green screen, so we would do just a bunch of stuff in front of the green screen. We wrote mm -hmm. scripts, we had storyboards, so, you know, we yeah, had a little we show. Had our own, uh, we had our own rendition of MST3K. Yeah, so we sat- we sat in front of, uh, the green screen with a- <laughs> with a book bag. And a pole with a the Nafro wig <laughs> on top of it, and, and, and I it. remember at first we really didn't know how to do it, and you know, so we recorded you for an hour just sitting in front of a blank <laughs> green screen, <laughs> and then we were going to chroma key it in later, but you were just sitting there. I remember I was sitting against the you know against the wall off camera just trying to entertain just, me, just trying to make sure you weren't sitting there. Staring at a wall for an hour. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I remember what we did was we had um, we had the monitor uh, yeah. behind because uh, I was sitting staring at the wall, and behind me there was the monitor uh, all the way in the back. Um, yeah. And we played uh, the the Godzilla tape because it was it was Godzilla versus King Kong. Yep. And we played that for reference, so I would kind of know what was going on. Oh yeah. And. Uh, I remember, like, you were trying to- there were some times when you were trying to give me, um, when you were trying to give me guidance, like, uh, move your head, because there's something coming- coming at you, so move your head like you're disgusted. And I would do it, but because- you're like, move your head to the left, so I'd move it to the left, and I'm like, oh, I'm in the right. <laughs> because it was, you know, backwards. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. I- I- I always enjoyed doing stuff like that. I even enjoyed staring at the wall for an hour and a half. Look, it was- it was- it just- Kind of us finding our, our bearings as to where we want to go, you know, in terms of entertainment. And it turns out that stealing something that had already been done probably wasn't the best idea. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of... Yeah, that's what kids do. Yeah. Um, did you used to make any, like, funny videos as a kid? Uh, no. Well, I guess there's I, that. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I didn't, like, uh, I, I think, uh, I didn't really have any ideas. Like, I, I what I used to, like, I used to, uh... You know, do like stop motion where my Legos would would assemble themselves. <laughs> I mean that's cool. I I because I, I use stop motion a lot also, but my stop motion was uh, I'd have one car going and I'd have Play-Doh like start on it and go on the other side, yeah, you know, completely cover it, and then when a Play-Doh comes off, it's a different car. Like the gadget mobile. Yeah, exactly. And you know that was like the guy's special transformation thing. Like that'd be one of them, or he would be a puddle and he'd form into a person and then fight them. You know, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I used to have, I used to, I used to love the stop motion stuff, but the hardest was trying to get my my family to do different uh, like things, like to be like, hey, you want to be in a movie I'm making or whatever, or you want me to see, be in a film? I, I remember I was doing a, uh, oh gosh, oh. Oh, you unzipped me! <laughs> oh, you unzipped me! I was doing a uh, an it parody because that was oh, around the time no. that we rented it, and I liked it. And I was I was about thirteen or fourteen years old, and yeah. I was also reading it. Um, That's a good book. Except yeah, for, I, except for except for, parts. except for yeah, except for the end. Um, one specific scene. Yeah, but uh, but my parody was called that. <laughs> and shut up! It was funny. It was funny. And and instead of the. Uh, the Losers Club. It was the. <laughs> it was the Scooby Gang, the Scooby Doo Club. Uh, okay, I, I'm not. But uh, I like didn't I'm not thrown yet. But I didn't have a dog. I mean, I had a dog, but I mean, he didn't want to be in it. Yeah. So, uh, 
so I had Scooby be the one who kills himself early on. And the way I did it, I just put like a bunch of ketchup in the- in the tub. And I had like, you know, I had a fake razor blade. I don't know why I had it, it was like a pra practical joke razor blade. Okay. In case you ever need a fake razor blade. And it had like a fake blood splash around it. And right. I had that just laying on the side and I walked in with the camera, I'm like, Scooby, no! <laughs> Oh, uh, what'd you have like a little Scooby Doo doll, or was it like a? Uh, I just you didn't, know, you show didn't show the tub. It. I had the I had the curtain closed. <laughs> if I had a Scooby doll, things would have been a little bit easier. Like I had a, uh, I had my own parody of Blues Clues uh, with my black lab dog, and yeah. um, uh, he always left clues in like inappropriate. Like it was an adult version. Uh -oh. You know, uh, <laughs> again, I was about the same age, like thirteen or fourteen. Okay. So he would always like leave. Uh, I made I actually made a uh, like a paw print with like you know because like, he's a black lab dog like a, like a black paw print and it would be like that's what he would leave on things okay. and I I do the voices like a crew a crew and he would always like my dog never wanted to participate so I just like pet him like what do you want to do today oh, oh that's, you want to have a mystery oh do 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 and it, all the things would always be, it would just be me talking to myself for like <laughs> 20 minutes, and it, all the things he wanted to do were like bad things, like eat, or uh, <laughs> no, no, not things that a dog would do, but like oh, let's see, he left a clue on a on a uh, a rolling paper <laughs> uh, <laughs> a baggie and uh, some tweezers, what the do you want to smoke a joint? Did, yeah. did you actually have a baggie of roll? Yes, I actually had these things. They weren't mine. Uh, I figured not, but that, that, child that, protective that, services. Yeah, I was going to say like good thing, you know, good thing you weren't born in the YouTube generation. Yeah, I know, because yeah, you would have been taken away. Wee -woo, wee -woo. Boom, 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 boom. We saw in the YouTube video a baggie, a with some rolling paper and. A tweezer. <laughs> yes, I have all those things. There's nothing wrong with those. Yeah, but we're gonna have to take him away. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I got another one in the back if you want that one too. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's for the best. We'll take that one too. I imagine you know you they take you out and they put you in the police car and they drive away and you look at the window and your dog's giving you a sinister knowing look. <laughs> dogs waving. Son of a bitch. You sold me out! You sold me out! And they take me to, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a funny place they would take- They take me to the crack house, <laughs> down the street. <laughs> now listen, here are the rules of this crack house you have to abide by. No pissing on towels. Oh. If you're gonna- if, if you're gonna piss, you do it in the sink, like a normal person. <laughs> or the trash can. Like, you, you don't- you don't pee on towels. The carpet is fine. Dogs pee on the carpet. Dogs don't lay out, smooth down a towel, and piss on it. All right. Another thing, you gotta pull your own weight around here. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of vermin in the area. So if you want to catch and kill one and cook it for dinner, we really that really help us. Or you know, sometimes things get killed on the road. So if you want to bring that home as well. <laughs> okay. Are there any other rules? Uh, let's see. No making videos. Uh, putting crack on YouTube because, you know, we don't want you to do that. Oh. Oh, you don't want to have my creativity flow. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I put an end to that. So yeah, I used yeah. to love making tapes as a kid. Uh, I never really had any... anything to make. I never really thought of, like... 
I, I think I was, you know, in, in at that age, I was going through a mire of depression. So I, I have a feeling like if, if I got a, you know, if, if I made something, it'd be just full of angst. It'd be like a sad clown video. Uh, I think that'd be great. It'd be just dark. You'd have the, the curtains over so it, the light's low. Yeah, and then like, you know, maybe in the background, just Ave Maria playing. Ave Maria. There's a, there's a, like, a crossfade between a candle. It's actually, it's staying there, and, it, and it's also like in the back, you see fading in like a kid on a bike, and then a kid falls off the bike and the candle goes out. <laughs> Why do we live only to die? Why do we laugh only to cry? Smoke. Why do we sing only to sigh? Smoke. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sweeps the fucking uh Yeah, it, it, film, it goes it goes dance. It goes yeah, it goes to cans. <laughs> like what a what a soul of a poet. Leave me alone. <laughs> like a <laughs> Like Werner Herzog is there crying. <laughs> I've I've never seen such beauty yet such truth. Like, bring him up here. Bring up Britain. Uh, I just want to be left alone. I'm sad. Well, playing video games and eat chimps. Yeah, I'm tired. And, <laughs> all right. Well, let's show the next video. Oh, it's that stupid kid with the Scooby Doo it again. <laughs> Scooby, no! <laughs> Scooby, don't. <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> uh, the last thing I guess I'll say is I got in a lot yeah. of trouble um, because I wrote, I wrote again. This was about that age, about fourteen years old. I wrote, uh, I thought it was gonna be the next Weird Al. Um, so oh I, no! Yeah, I know. So I wrote a song called the Bong Song. You know, oh yeah, I, okay, and. Uh, she had joints like a blunt, blunt, blunt. Yeah. This, uh, <laughs> it, it, well, it's not much better than the dumps original. Like a truck, yeah, yeah, dumps like a truck. Like, yeah, hey man. man, let me tell you about my girl. Okay, go ahead. She has dumps what? like a truck. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about her dumps, man. Uh, oh, don't talk about her dumps. What? They're like a truck. She has uh, dumps like a truck. Oh, dude, stop it! I want to hear about your wife's I, dumps. I, I, I want, like, you should see the size of her dumps. Oh, dude, I, I, it's we're not like a truck. We're not talking about the dumps anymore. What? They're like a truck. Oh, all right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> I have pictures. <laughs> so yeah, I was doing the bong song, and my sister had, cause she, my sister was, uh, I guess she smoked weed back then. Yeah. Um, so she had a, uh, she was like straight up 420-ish, you know, so she had the, like a black light and like a big, you know, glow-in-the-dark. Oh my she was a stereotype. Yeah, she had the big glow-in-the-dark pot leaf, you know, kind of thing, or like, you know, so when the black light was on, it was cool. So yeah. I was like, making my bong song video, and I was like, yeah, that'd be a really good place to have the end, because in the the thong song video, he's like in a black light place and everything yeah. at the end. So I'm like, yeah, that's how it's gonna end. So I'm like, hey, can I film in there? She's like, no, I don't want you to put this on tape, which, you know, she had yeah, a point. Yeah. Like, she was in the right on that one. But, um, I'm like, oh, come on, no. So, I was like, alright, so she left, and I did it anyway. <laughs> and she came in in the middle of it, and she's like, and I'm like, oh, man. So I couldn't film the rest of my bong song video, uh, which I guess again, it was all yeah, for the best. Yeah, because you, yeah, I, I can only imagine if you were showing it around to people. Yeah, 
Like, I, I, the ultimate goal was probably for that. I thought, like, I was making it more for myself than anything, but at the end of the day, I probably was going to show it to people. Yeah. Hey, officer, you want to see my music video? Why, yes, I would, young man. Oh, I really like seeing the youth of today having... Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, this is not what I would have made. But, um... Uh, I do like the framing. <laughs> uh, the use of color here. Uh, not so much the drug paraphernalia. Does your family do drugs? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, they all do. They're doing it right now. Uh-huh. Keep talking. Um, let's see. They also got dead bodies in the freezer. Uh, uh, mm. Go back to the drugs. Come on. What <laughs> much with the drugs? So, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yep. Um, I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun from beginning to end. Yep. Uh, I thought it is... Uh, I think it's an instant classic. I think it really kind of brings in that vibe of uh, classic underground horror movies and uh, a real joy to watch. All right. So uh, see you next time. A toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOPs.